This is a Federal News Network podcast. As the first few million COVID vaccines start to circulate, it's clear the nation still faces a tough winter. People who face hardships as part of daily life, like members of the armed services, have extra challenges. Now the USO has received a $3 million grant from the Lilly Endowment to support its Combat COVID-19 initiative. Here with the details, the national USO president, J.D. Crouch. Dr. Crouch, good to have you on. Oh, it's great to be here. Thanks, Tom. Tell us more about the Combat COVID-19 initiative. Well, you know, in in, uh, March, obviously, we had to completely pivot uh, our services to troops and families. And what the country's going through right now is they're experiencing a little bit of what our service members often experience all the time, kind of that feeling of separation, isolation. But for a lot of them, uh, it's it's even worse. They put in, you know, we were we're by uh, by uh, I would say a month in, we were servicing quarantine troops in Afghanistan and elsewhere, uh, all across the world. And so th- this is a, a, a different environment for them that they have to operate in. Oftentimes, they're separated uh, from troops and families. Uh, I'll give you a, an anecdote. Uh, we had a young service member who was on the he was going to the flight to come home uh, to see the birth of his first child. And he got stopped and he could not go because of COVID. He got stuck in Iraq, uh, but we put him through our services. We put him in the delivery room with his wife and he was there for the birth of his child, at least virtually. Right. So a lot of what we've been doing is to support those kinds of efforts. Yeah. So it might have been the first child born on a Zoom meeting so far as we can tell. <laughs> so far as we can tell. <laughs> so the initiative then uh, brings technology to people and what else does it do for them? Right. So so what what, what combat COVID is around is, is looking at what are the particular stresses and strains on the military and the military family and how can we reduce those? Uh, in some cases, if they're deployed service members, it's it's providing the kinds of, let's say, holiday packaging or holiday gifts, things like that to make them feel connected back to home. But in in many cases, it's things like doing drop off meals for families. You know, the, a lot of times they're isolated, doing virtual military programming. Earlier this year, we had Martha Stewart uh, on TV or on uh, video, YouTube, uh, with 23,000 military families baking cookies. And that may sound like a small thing, but it was a big thing for them because they were isolated. They couldn't even play with their own military families near them. So to be able to kind of connect the community through virtual programming, drop-off programming, uh, one of the things we're doing is putting together uh, activity boxes for families uh, who can't get out. Normally, they would have come into our centers, Tom, and done these activities, but those were all closed because of COVID. So our strategy is to go to them. And you have now received a $3 million grant, as I mentioned, from the Lilly Endowment. Tell us more about that and what that will enable you to do. Well, it really allows us to bolster our ability to focus on what we call recovery and resiliency efforts for service members and their families. The funds will help develop or expand programs that deliver food, other basic needs, bolster virtual engagements and online programming, and facilitate the transitions that military service members are constantly having to make. You know, they're moving around the world all, always. Most service families move every one to two years, which is, you know, not comparable to what we have in, in the U.S. So, uh, so all of those kinds of activities, as well as those who are transitioning out of the military and helping them become, uh, uh, you know, c- citizens again uh, after they're wearing the uniform. 
We're speaking with J.D. Crouch. He's president and CEO of the United Service Organizations. And this time of year, of course, is when the USO has been legendary with events and gatherings at bases and so forth. Famous entertainers over the many decades have appeared. Right. What is happening this year? Well, we'll be surging. Uh, all, all of our centers that can be open will be open around the world, whether it's in Iraq or, or, or Afghanistan, remote places where American service members are deployed that many Americans don't even know. I mean, places like Djibouti uh, or, or other places in the Middle East. Um, we'll be surging forward uh, holiday care packages. Uh, these, these have got, you know, fun snack packs, things that toiletries, uh, uh, you know, beanies, all kinds of fun stuff for them. We'll also be doing programming in our centers. But this year is different because we don't, you know, we can't take a tour out uh, like we normally do. We normally take a big tour out with the chairman of the Joint Chiefs. We'll be doing uh, a lot of virtual programming. If you go to uh, the USO.org forward slash MVP, it means military virtual programming. You can see some of the stuff that we're doing. We've got a special broadcast coming up uh, on December 17th at 8 p.m. Eastern. And this show will feature the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, along with Terry Bradshaw, Rob Gronkowski, and, and others with special shout outs. And, and the Tony Award winning star, Idina Mazel, will be performing on that. So it's going to be a great show. That's the kind of thing we're going to be doing to help support folks who are really isolated, disconnected from their families uh, overseas this year. And at the other end of operations, the USO has had events for fundraising banquets and balls and galas and so forth, and you've missed your prime season because of the pandemic. How has this affected fundraising otherwise, and what are some of the ways you've pivoted to to keep the organization up so that you can maintain all of the support? Sure. You know, we've got a great group of supporters, and early on, uh, one of the, one of the you know, my, my three top priorities were protect my force, right, continue to deliver my mission, and third, continue our partnership with our supporters, because you know that it's very easy in this COVID time to drift away from people. And so we got them on Zoom calls, just like everybody else. And we talked to them about what we were doing to transform the organization to respond to this. And they've really responded very well. So a lot of great corporate partners. I mean, we've talked about Lilly, a fantastic foundation, Blue Chip Foundation that that stepped up and provided the support. But many of our supporters have have stepped up and, and done very well. So we've had to essentially rely on the other channels, Tom, that we, we have, and we've been able to come through and we've had a, a pretty good fundraising year. And with the different regional USOs that operate in different cities, different states, have they been able to exchange ideas so that everyone has the latest thinking and how you can pivot in these times? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, we have a, a wonderful partnership with Microsoft. And back in the fall, uh, we actually uh, stood up Microsoft Teams within our organization. And what that has done to transform our organization is really astounding. Uh, Not only do you have the ability to communicate, but I think one of the things it's done is it's flattened the organization. Uh, Teams just sort of auto-assemble. You know, people say, I want to get something done. I need to talk to Tom and I need to talk to Casey or whatever it is. They assemble, they figure out a solution to the problem and they move forward. And they don't, you know, they don't have to get upper level management involved, (laughs) which, you know, is Perfect. I mean, that's the way I like the organization to run. So it's really been quite amazing how uh, how it's drawn the organization together, because it's no we no longer think of ourselves as geographic. 
as much as we think of ourselves as one team that can, you know, come together as needed to solve problems. And in the time remaining between now and Christmas and now and New Year's, do you need stuff from people as donation or do you need money more as donation? We, obviously, we have generous donors. Oftentimes, we, we have in-kind donations really at the local center level. In-kind donations are often very powerful, uh, but, but uh, uh, you know, liquid resources really do help because they, they're the things that we can then uh, focus in the areas that we need to focus them on. And so either way, uh, if, you can, if you can go to uso.org, uh, you'll have an opportunity to find ways that you can donate goods, you can donate uh, funds, or you can donate time. And, you know, we have 30,000 volunteers in the USO. It's the most, they are the backbone of our organization. So there are all kinds of ways to, to get involved with the USO, and uh, we welcome uh, the American public's generosity. J.D. Crouch is president and CEO of the United Service Organizations. Thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Tom. Pop quiz. What can you buy for $3.99? Not a latte, but for less than the cost of a cup of coffee, you can get all your favorite music ad-free. While other streaming services jack up their prices, Live One's membership is only $3.99 per month, and you can lock in that price for a full year. Join now to get the best deal in music with zero ads, unlimited skips, and maximum audio quality. Get the music you love at a price that fits into your budget with Live One Plus. Check out liveone.com slash bestmusic for details. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.